Things that Boo. bother you never bother me. I feel happy and gay. Oh, sorry. We were on a big tiny Tim kick last night. Oh, no. Have you ever seen a video of that guy sing? No. It's bone chilling. Okay. I think he should have gone to prison. Well, now Just I have something to do alone. after this This session. Is tiny it's Tim. His face dances along with his singing. It's horrifying. Uh, hey, everyone. Welcome to Lore Dump. Go Derp. Google Tiny Tim and watch a video of him singing. You'll never sleep the same. Because <laughs> this is a very special episode of Lore Dump, as they all are. But this one is special because this is our Jammies Breakfast uh, episode. <laughs> this, is, this is the... It's a Jammies <laughs> Breakfast Morning DJ Show. Yeah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Jammies Morning Breakfast Show. Welcome to the morning radio. I love me a good Jammies Morning Breakfast. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's early, relatively. We're very early. Yeah. Particularly for me. Uh, yes, because of time zones and whatnot. Because space and time is is relative. I have also been up for three hours. Which you've been weird. up for three hours. Weird for oh. me. That's that is that's wow. You're living yeah. that healthy lifestyle though. Now you're killing it. Really, going to bed at two a.m. and waking up at six is good. Well, I won't speak to that specific okay. thing. <laughs> I have started tweeting at myself at late at night, though, so that's fun. Oh yeah, the uh, the narrative uh, weave that you're telling. <laughs> I can't believe pe- I told them specifically not to see the tweet, and they and all saw it. So many people saw. That's very rude. Oh, you naughty, that's <laughs> naughty audience, naughty, naughty audience. I call them my audience. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Lord Dome Show, everybody. We are still recording this, I think. Yep. Yeah, okay, we're cool. still Just going. Check. We haven't started the show yet, really. Hey, hey Josh. Hey, Josh. Yeah, what, Josh. What's today's topic about? Is that fucking Mickey Mouse up in no, here? No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to foster some sort of uh, authenticity into our conversation because uh, we have already pre-discussed what we're going to talk about today. But I'm trying to bring it up in a, a very natural way. So I'll take that again from the top. Okay. Make hey, Josh. What do you Hi, want to uh, talk about today? Uh, hey, regular sounding Sean. Uh, I think I'd really like to talk about, uh, so there's a, a, a new UA that came out fairly recently, uh, Normal Sounding Sean. Uh, have there you heard is? of it? Yeah, there, there is. Uh, What's it about? <laughs> I got neighbors. They're going to call the police on me. Yeah, there's an insane man killing a mouse in his bedroom right now. <laughs> Uh, we are, we're going to talk about, uh, Travelers of the Multiverse. <gasps> oh, the new Unearthed Arcana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great Guardians of the Galaxy style player races. It's, it, it's neat. It's, it's neat. very, hey, listen, I'm going to be the first one to jump down Wizards of the Coast throat when they release a new UA. This was pretty good. They did a good job. They did. This was fairly cool. It's, it's got so much well, let's talk about the races. A lot of them are really flavorful. It's got a lot fun. of sexy, spicy races in there. And the mechanical stuff is actually very unique and a cool way to bring new stuff yes, to the game. That is the thing about this mm-hmm. UA is it's the first time they've released like a group of racial classes to play. 
almost and they have very yeah. unique even the astral elf is like different from other elves in a really cool way yeah like, okay i like this this is fun also there's a bug person hello yeah oh my god with the arms let's that the implications <laughs> of that are very cool okay so we'll go through this in order as it is listed on the uh, ua mm-hmm. um, so astral elves are our first well that's not even the first thing we have to talk about though okay. there's a very well, important part of this that i have added in and what's that? what's that, Sean? Tell me what that is. This is, aside from the Fey races, this is the first time where they're like, hey, none of these races have ability score increases. They don't have languages they know innately. They just are. And you can decide where those go. And I love that. They have like it's, the whole first section is like, this is, you know, this is what they are. It's a constant thing they are doing here. And it's very good. Yes. To see it just globally applied across all their content. Even down to the height and weight, they're like, you can be a skinny one, you can be a big one. It's not yeah, It's not a big deal. Lifespans are also pretty meh. You're going to see this as well. I'm pretty sure the next thing to be impacted by this global change where you can apply things is movement. You're going to see there is a gnome in here with 30 feet of movement. The ooze has 30 feet of movement. I'm pretty sure what we're going to see is that base movement speed becomes consistent across all races. Um, Because it's starting to not make any sense that a lot of the smaller things have 30 feet of movement, and then you've got some of the kind of similar races with only 25. So I I think eventually you're going to see that they phase that out. Probably. And I'm just talking about land movement. Flight speeds and stuff like that are specific, but base movement speed is probably globally going to become 30 feet. That's my that's my hot take, my speculation. That's your 5.5 prediction? Yeah, that's my 5.5. Let's 5. put it up 5. on the board. Put Josh's it up there, 5. chuck it up. 5.5 prediction. I'm going to write it down. We're going to see 30 feet movement across faster all races, gnomes. period, at a base, and things will shift from there. Yes, I'm just going to write faster gnomes. <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> it's a really important thing that needs to be fixed, obviously. It's so problematic. Uh, well, don't but dwarves have 30 feet? Isn't that what you care about? Dwarves have 30 feet, yeah. But... Well, yeah then what's the difference to you? It's not going to make a difference to yeah. you. I did the, the gnomes are being done a, dis- a dirty. <laughs> the gnomes have been done a disservice since this edition started. And I'm, yeah. I'm on a one-man campaign to bring gnomes out of the dirt. Well, here you go. I got your back. That, that hey, movement thanks, fix, that'll do it. I'm, proje- I'm, yeah. I'm believing that will happen. I know they're robots. That is that is very good though. That whole oh. ability score shift is yes. always it's, fantastic to see. It's a paradigm shift that D and D is very much needing right now, and it's very mm, good yeah, to yeah, see yeah. them sort of embrace that. But let's get into these astral elves, Josh. Astral elves. So they are a complete. They're not like a sub race of elves. They are a completely different elf type. They yes. still get a lot of the elf stuff, which is good. Mm-hmm. Like they they get you know trance and all of that bullshittery. <laughs> but they get some really specifically neat things to go along with the astral elf stuff. Yes. So everything about the elves is the same except for astral fire, keen mm-hmm. sense, I believe, radiant soul, soul. and trance proficiencies. Ooh. So let's start so, at the top. Should we talk uh, about astral fire? Sure. Free sort cantrips. Of, it essentially replaces the uh, high elves. Free cantrip. Yeah. You can pick one from the wizard spell list. This is just your choice of dancing lights, light, or sacred flame. And it is cool choose... to get sacred flame out of it. That's It I is like pretty that. cool. And you also get intelligence, wisdom, or charisma modifier 
depending on what your casting ability is, you can change yeah. it, which is pretty cool as well. Yeah, that's also a good thing to see. Yeah. Your like ability modifier changes. That's mm-hmm. that's solid as hell. Um, There's not a lot to talk to about that. Yeah, like, it's just it's a free cantrip. Yeah. That's all you get with that. Sorry, but it's still pretty cool. Uh, the keen sense is proficiency and perception skill, which is strange to me that they have that, but it's nice. Whatever. It's very the strong. Astro- I, so of all of them, the Astro is good. It is my least favorite of all of them. Interesting. Yeah. It is also my least favorite because it's an elf, but it does have something interesting that I want to talk about at the end. Okay. For, okay. I'm uh, not saying it's bad. I just... Oh, no. It's very good, f- actually. The flavor elements don't... And, and again, flavor is flavor. You can take it or leave it, right? This is entirely personal. Right. But the but flavor elements of this is, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I, it is it's what, I, like, I'm not exactly sure. I can see how they tied these things back to the astral plane and all that shit, but I don't know. <laughs> it's like, whatever. Yeah. It, it's, it doesn't really matter. Um, it has more to do with like the collective shared memory of the elven people, I yeah. think, in a way, which is because eh, you're but you're again, getting closer to their gods, is the idea, right? Hate like elves, so. yeah, <laughs> you're you're on your way to Arvindor and all of that shit if you if you do the astral sea stuff with elves. Uh, Arvin, uh, door, don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Watching you struggle through that joke made my day. Radiant soul. <laughs> Which is actually a very powerful ability. Yeah, this is very good. When you succeed on a death save, not a number of them, not get a natural 20, but when you succeed on a death save, you can regain a number of hit points equal to your proficiency bonus, plus your intelligence, wisdom, or charisma modifier. Your choice when you pick the race. Mm -hmm. You can use this trait. uh, You can't use this trait again until you finish a long rest. This is so powerful. Your first death save every day that you succeed is an automatic natural 20. Yep. That's very powerful. And you don't just come up with one hit point. You You come come up up with multiple multiple hit points. Yes. And with death save rules, you roll your death save at the start of your turn, which means you come up and have a full turn. Mm -hmm. That's so fucking good. It's very powerful. It's awesome. Sort of like the um, half-orc not-die ability, but a little bit better because you can go down and then usually the enemy leaves. And you're like, yeah. okay, he's gone. Hey, surprise! <laughs> I'm alive again. I lied to you, assholes. Very good. Yeah. Uh, and then and trans the proficiencies yeah, is, is also really, really cool. Because essentially you get two proficiencies, one with a weapon and one with a tool of your choice selected from like equipment, right? Um, but you can change these day to day on a long rest you can pick a proficiency in a weapon and a or a piece of equipment and a tool uh every day which is very neat it's actually better than that because you can do two weapons or two tools oh you oh i thought it was one of each so you could do yeah no it does say each one with a weapon or a tool of your choice yeah so you can do both that's crazy that's super good so you could be like i want a longbow and i want a longsword yeah, and I do. Could be I alchemist some brewer supplies. Exactly, and I haven't looked into this too much. I'm sure there's some broken combination of something you can make with this. That's like, oh, you need to be proficient in this weapon choice. It's like, okay, I can do I that every now. day. <laughs> yeah, you know, without taking a feat or something. Maybe yeah, I'm gonna love the shit out of that. It's cool for elves to gain access to a lot of stuff that they wouldn't normally. Yeah. In some of their like clothy classes and stuff like that. 
Yeah. Or like taking like some of the weird clerics that don't get weapon proficiencies and stacking that up. That'd be cool. That'd be a really cool way to do it. Like a war cleric who's like, oh, I also just have a hammer. Yeah. Done. Problem solved. No feet Very required. Good. Yeah. I got two feet. Uh, <laughs> but that's it for the astral. Astral yeah. elves. And again, when I say I don't like these, it's not that their stuff is bad. They're very good. No, it's I just, just they're have, elves. Yeah, they're elves. And there's, they're really cool racial features that they're like, oh, it's just memory. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. That's a boring flavor. Elves don't have interesting characterization anywhere. They are the white people of fantasy worlds. <laughs> They are fucking boring. We've got humans, and the elves are more boring. <laughs> yes. I'd rather be a human. Do you want to talk about your favorite little robo-boy in here? Oh, so autonyms, I don't think, even are my favorite. But there really? is there is something very cool that I want to talk about that starts with the autonomes. Okay. And that is that their creature type is construct. Yeah. That Every single one of these so for the good. rest of mm-hmm. the list has a different... Well, except for... Save um, the GIF. The GIF, yeah. Yeah. And but you've got the ooze the and you've got the three... Oh, yeah, the monkey people. Also very cool. But the yeah. three Kreen and the ooze folks both have different creature types. Yeah. And there are a lot of implications to that. And I love that. Wizards, more, please. Because yes. it's very cool. And there is also something in here. It's like, there is. it is a construct... But they have just put a racial treat in here that's like, hey, you can get healed by spells. Fuck you. Yeah. Just do like, whatever. You're a construct, so you're good. You're a construct, uh, but ignore all that other shit we said about constructs. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. So, like, there are some, like, construct-specific spells and yes. non-construct-specific spells where that's still going to come into play, right? Like, mm-hmm. there are certain charm spells that will inherently not work on you which is very cool, but there are also things that damage constructs specifically, which Mm -hmm. is also, I I like seeing that in play. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I think that's neat. It complicates the rules a little more, like, sort of, but not in a bad way. Are Warforged considered constructs? They are not. Really? Yeah. That's I think this is the first time this has happened. I'm pretty sure. That's my 5.5 prediction. I'm going to put down... uh, Warforged constructs? Warforged things. Because it makes so much sense, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, I think if you look, I'm double checking here to make sure I'm not wrong. Because I want to make sure. Yeah, they don't have any. They categorize as humanoid. That's dumb. At least it's a playable. Even though they have the word constructed resilience in there. Racial Stupid. feats. <laughs> That's dumb. So, auto gnomes. Other things. They have 30 feet of movement, but are gnomes. Good job. Yes. Uh, armored casing is essentially like mage armor uh, or the with... um, uh, lizard folk scales yeah same same thing mm-hmm. but free uh, built for success is pretty cool it's the essentially yeah. you add d4 to one attack roll ability check or saving throw you make and you can do so after seeing the d20 but before the effects of the roll are resolved super fair you can use the this trait the number of times equal to your proficiency bonus which scales thank you appreciate mm-hmm. scaling uh, and you gain regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest and the thing that's good about this is that it stacks with bless and bardic inspiration and you can create some crazy synergies there i was gonna say it's not even a reaction that's the yep. good thing about that it just happened you can just, just choose to do it and it works done that's you have insane this. and you could imagine being like 
a cleric with this ability. Yeah. <laughs> you bless the you rest of the just... party and you're like, oh no, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Wait a minute. See? And you've got like auras that you can stack on yourself, all kinds. Of, you could be just throwing out a hundred dice on top of your D20s. Like, yeah. It's very good. And Auto Gnome Cleric is a very good, very good class build. I'm really cleric f- fixated today. I don't know why, but it is my favorite. I'm just imagining like a little medical droid. Yes! Very oh cool. my god. <laughs> so then they have mechanical nature, which you have resistance to poison damage and immunity to disease. I'm going to say I think they should have immunity to poison damage. If the UNT have More it, so than the UNT. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking give it to them. God, that's annoying. Your vital engines get poisoned? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. I do like the second part of this, which is that you have advantage on saving throws against being paralyzed and poisoned. So the paralysis advantage is very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't need to uh, eat, breathe, or drink. I do like that they're just slapping all of this together in one thing now. It's very, they're like, here you go. These are all one thing. They're not a single line racial feature. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they had to make the other one, the next one, a specifically different line because it is different than you don't sleep. Yeah, Sentry's Rest is interesting. Uh, yeah. Because when you take that long rest and then spend at least six hours in an active motionless state, instead of sleeping in the state, you appear inert, but you aren't unconscious, which the Warforged get, I believe, right? Yes, it is the same sort of just like power down mode, but you can still watch over everybody. Yeah, you can do perception, essentially. Yeah. Uh, as you're s- sleeping. <laughs> um, specialized design is tool proficiencies. That's yeah. a given... And then true life, uh, which is is the second part of true life is the best part of true life. But the first part yes. is that if the mending spell is cast on you, you can expend a hit die, roll it, and regain a number of hit points equal to the roll plus your constitution modifier, which is really cool. You do have to cast mending, which is a minute cast time. No, it's an action cantrip. You can do it infinitely. So oh, you can put yourself shit. at full health. This is a very good ability. This is very good. So you could just mending yourself uh, yes. and get and spend a hit die to heal yourself. This is one of the best abilities on this character sheet. It's very, very good. If you're uh, a cleric and you take mending, you can heal yourself to full after every encounter. Yeah. And the second part is that uh, you can benefit from spells that preserve life. Like oh, wait, wounds. never mind. You can't. It's a, hit, it's a hit die. Sorry. It's a hit die expends a hit die to do it yeah so it's not unlimited it, it, yeah. it you're gonna burn off hit die but still you can essentially powerful, take a short rest in a, in a cantrip cast yes uh, because you can powerful. do this multiple times so you could sit there and go mending 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 and burn through in the course of an action also uh, your character does have to say that consistently every time they do it mending, mending. 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 <laughs> That's Mending. required. They didn't write it in the book, but Sean and I were speaking to the folks at Wizard. That's required. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris um, Perkins just popped his head in through the door and said, hey, guys, make him say Mending. So <laughs> make, make sure. He did also ask me to edit him out because he doesn't want to be on this podcast. <laughs> I just double check, Sean. Mending yeah. is a one-minute cast time. Mending's a one-minute cast time? Yeah. Everyone's always used that wrong then. Yeah, I've used it wrong a hundred times. But when I was looking at this, I was like, is that really? Mending is a one minute cast time, which is, that's up to your DM. If your DM's like, mending's a boom, done. But I will say that it, so it does take a minute to get a short rest instead, essentially, is how this rules is written works. But so, but like, that's sort of how Pathfinder works. Yeah. Take 10 minutes. You can heal your group up pretty fast. Yeah. 
Exactly. I think Which it's is, it's it's really good. It's either way, it's really cool. That's a that's the. Hmm. I'm interested to see if they change short rests in the next edition. Then. Uh, that's number three. Write it down. Let's put it on the board. I'll put it down. Sh- Sean and Josh's predictions shorter, shorter for five point five is, is shorter short rests. Shorter rests. Um. And then the second part of this is the thing that I like, which is that a construct can get cure wounds, healing word, and spare the dying, so your healers can still heal them. They're not inherently fucked. Uh, in addition, your creator designed you to benefit from common spells that preserve life. Yeah. And then they list three. Does that mean the higher level ones work? Like, would the heal spell or it's not mass clear. cure wounds... That's my the mass cure wounds and, and stuff like that is a little up in the air. When they say common, it seems very intentionally that it's weak weaker healing spells only. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I think that's probably a DM's discretion thing as is written. That'd be interesting. I mean, you can literally sit there and repair yourself, so it's not like you're out of hit points. Yeah. But it's just it's a it's the mending again with rules is written mending isn't a combat effective spell because it requires yeah. that so no, 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 i'm not combat, saying during combat i'm saying oh i know i know but i'm saying like the yeah. balance there is interesting right because yes mass healing word or mass cure wounds and stuff like that you can pop that off in combat mm-hmm. if you're heavily dependent on self-healing and then you have no non-combat healing that's yeah. trickier for you so it'll be interesting mm-hmm. they'll fix that in before they figure it out by by Mordenkainen's spell jammer book or whatever the hell they're going to come out with yeah we all know that everything that wizards puts out in books is actually pretty good and balanced so we're fine (laughs) (laughs) anyways Chris Park has just popped his head and I haven't been replaced (laughs) he's moved in with you isn't he he's uh he lives Sean he lives in my attic Chrissy are our homes. Yeah, it's really weird when he pops in, you just see Chris's bald head popping from the ceiling down to look at Sean. I know this is a joke, but Mr. Perkins, if you ever fall in hard times and need a place to crash, you're welcome to live in my house. (laughs) (laughs) You've done so much for me in my life. You're welcome to live with my house if you need a couch to sleep (laughs) on. This lordom should actually just be called "We're mean to Chris Perkins" and then apologize because that seems to be every <laughs> it should session. Just be called an apology letter to Chris Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, what's up next? What's up next? Speaking of gifts, like presents, gifts are up next. Josh, the hippos from space, spelljammer gun hippos. Woohoo! Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, not a lot. This is the smallest stat sheet because they're kind of just like locks it on <laughs> they are um but it is sort of the smallest i think it's one of the smallest race ability descriptors in D D, which is not to say it is not powerful it's not to say it's not powerful yeah but it's just brief <laughs> compared to everything else on the sheet where it's like five or six different abilities each this one's just like yeah they're they're medium uh they got a walking speed and a swimming speed um you know yeah the thing Uh, is if i'm reading this right racially they essentially get the benefits of rage without having to spend a resource like a hippopotamus in a crystalware shop that's pretty funny like a bull in a china shop Uh, you are naturally adept at dealing or damaging things when you roll a one to damage a melee attack you can roll 
Oh, okay. I thought it was for items. So no, it's against anything you're hitting. You when you roll ones. a one on a damage die uh, for a melee attack, you can re-roll the die and use the new roll. You can do so no more than once per turn. So what you, what they have is uh, weapon Great master, axe. yeah, weapon master, or whatever. Yeah, or two-handed fighting, dual wielding, whatever the fuck <laughs> is. Whatever that is, that thing that Great lets weapon you fighting. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's the one. But it's, they have it with any weapon. Yeah, melee and it's any persistent. You'll see with a few of these that, like, it's the persistent, it's just a forever thing, which, you you know, a lot of, like, the really good racial features are, like, charge-based or on a long rest or whatever, and these just yeah. occur no matter what, which is also cool to see because there's more usage of it then. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not game-breaking, but I no. can definitely see its usefulness. The no, rage thing, however, is that hippo build. Have you seen that? You have advantage on strength-based ability checks and strength saving throws. In addition, you count as one size larger when determining carrying capacity. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Because <laughs> they have an ability like that, which is powerful build, which orcs and furbolgs and like larger races already have. Yeah, but this one is advantage on strength saving throws and strength checks. Doesn't Always. mention pushing, pulling, lifting. It just says all all of them. Yeah, so they I wonder if that's a change they're making going forward in the next edition as well. That would be cool. Put it number four on oh, the Josh four, and Sean four, on the speculation. Number four, powerfuler build. Powerfuler build. Because this hippo build thing, the fact that you racially get advantage on all strength ability checks and saving throws period mm -hmm. that's rage it is rage so there'd be no reason to rage <laughs> as a hippo <laughs> except if you wanted to take less damage yeah well yeah it, like there's still a, a relevance to barbarian stuff but that is very strong yeah it's brief it's simple it's very good it's it's better than powerful build is for sure <laughs> yeah and i hope they put that in more things because it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. I don't it think I'll ever play a hippo, though. Nah. Unless it's hilarious. The memes, maybe, but it's like... Yeah. I'd play a Loxodron before a hippo any day. I like the Loxodron aesthetic. I, too, would play a Plasmoid. <laughs> so, our next creature here is the Hadozi? Hadozi. Hadozi. It's a doozy, for sure. The Hadozi or a doozy? Uh, humanoid you can be medium or small choose when you select the race that's pretty cool I like that walking speed 30 feet you have a climb speed equal to your walking speed because you know it's a monkey mm -hmm. Dexter mm -hmm. dexterous feet I kind of hate this oh you don't like that you, you don't like the, the thieves ability <laughs> yeah because it's <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just because the way you and I kind of both DM is you get a free object interaction per turn. Yeah. So being able to use an object as a bonus action is kind of just like pointless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it would be awesome if the like, you know, take a potion rule was in effect with yeah. the games we play because you could pop a potion and stuff like that. Where I see it being interesting is like a lock picking a door right in combat and things like that could still yeah. be still be good with this. I'm not but saying it's, it's useless. More limited, yeah. Yeah. And most I DMs would... DM like us in that realm. Yeah, we're doing it pretty perfect, so they should. Yeah, we're, but... we're brilliant. Yeah. We have I learned well from, from you in regards to that, Sean. You know. <laughs> be very confident in your ability. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. 
<laughs> just fake it till you make it with me. Uh, <laughs> College taught me anything. Essentially, the ability, in my opinion, would just widen what I allow possible for this race if someone was playing it yeah. as a, like a free action or a bonus action. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see DMs knowing what to do with that bonus action ability. Someone's going to bring it up in a session and be like, hey, I've got these opposable thumb toes and I want to use them in some way. And the DM's going to be like, oh, yeah. okay, you uh, you put your you toes in, uh, in, in, in the lock and they work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you you'd have to. It's it would be very intentional, and like I I would probably like adjust DCs on things as well. Yeah, like yeah. if they were using their. I'm just trying to put myself in the mind of an unprepared DM, and I can't do it. You know what I mean? You're always prepared and always. I'm ready. like a Boy Scout, baby. Glide. If you are <laughs> not incapacitated or wearing heavy armor, you can extend your. Ooh, your skin membranes and glide. Super <laughs> <laughs> <Should laughs> glider. I like how they're like, let's make the monkey race. They all have wings, though. Yeah, they're flying monkeys, but not in the cool way you'd think. They've got flesh membranes between their arms. Yeah, we call it. uh, We definitely need to use the word membrane when we're describing it. Yeah, I want it to be fleshy. When you fall, you can uh, move five feet horizontally for each one foot you descend, which is a very forgiving glide speed, I think. It is. Um, Very forgiving. And when you take damage, you take no damage from falling, essentially, with your reaction. I like the ability and the flavor. Uh, around, well, not necessarily the flavor around the skin membrane, but I like the like the glide ability. Yeah. Fuck the math they're making you do. I think this is... <laughs> forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think this is what they're trying to make a flying monkey race, but one that doesn't actually fly. Yeah. And I don't know why they do that if Eric Cochran is still on the table. Just give them flying speeds. Just make them flying monkeys. Don't make me figure out how many feet horizontally they've moved for every foot they've descended. I know it's just times five, but don't make me do that. I'm already doing enough math. Yeah. If I'm falling 20 feet, 20 times five, 100 feet of glide speed. Okay, cool. I guess I did. That didn't prove my point, but I, you know what I mean. It's, no, you're right. It's super difficult. They, yeah. should, be, they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> Just. All right, well, let's move on. Hey, uh, we're on to the next one. The best one. This Everybody is get ready. It's the plasmoids, baby. <laughs> it's the jelly boys. Here come the cells. We're back Hello, to cells. creature type changing. Very, very good. Finally, you can play an ooze. Ugh. My dream of being a gelatinous cube son who went off to college and got lost in the woods is I filled. read this and I immediately was like, oh, this is actually what CAC is. Yeah. <laughs> this is what <laughs> me am. <laughs> I'm a single cell organism. Uh, medium or small which is uh, insane to me that anyone would pick medium but yes you can be medium or small could you imagine uh, being a medium sized ooze everyone who ran into you would be like the fuck is this yeah, going. <laughs> I do like the way they describe that it can talk by squeezing air out of various tubes and orifices within it <laughs> it's disgusting <laughs> Hello. Man, if this <laughs> like isn't the pipes. if this isn't the like the permanent race of every person I interact with on Twitter in a negative way, <laughs> just this amorphous plasmoid, yeah, <laughs> spineless monster, the fucking lump. 
fucking living <laughs> ooze. Uh, your walking speed is 30 feet, which, how are you walking? You don't have any legs. Uh, amorphous, you can squeeze through the space uh, as narrow as one inch, provided you aren't wearing or carrying anything. Interesting. So you have to get naked, but you can squeeze through the space uh, as big as one inch. Advantage on ability checks uh, to initiate or escape a grapple. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. You've got an engulf ability. Dark vision up to 60 feet. You see in gray colors. Hold breath. You can hold your breath for one hour. Huh? What? (laughs) You sure? You're immediately going to get when somebody walks into a poison cloud or something like that. But I hold my breath. Oh, yeah, I, I know it's poison. I suck in a big breath of air, and I don't breathe it in. It's like, okay, well, you breathe in poison. Fuck you. <laughs> I eat my shit. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry. If you do breathe in and hold in that poison, you have natural resilience, resistance mm-hmm. to acid and poison damage, and advantage against being poisoned. <gasps> like a dwarf. Resistance to acid and poison, though, the two of them, that's strong. It's far too strong. Yeah. That's Much stronger than a dwarf. Shit. Yeah. Someone's got a new favorite class, I think, Josh. Class? Yeah, our race. You know, <laughs> I wish like, to be the ooze class. Yeah. I wish Can to be, be an, an ooze dwarf. Kind of half ooze. Oh my god. The possibilities are endless. That'd be great. Dwarf half ooze, half ooze. goblin, all worthless. <laughs> it is it is very strong though. And then there's this shape self stuff, which is cool. Yeah, which is just just mm, immaculate. You can yeah. reshape your body to give yourself a head, two arms, or one or two arms, one or two legs, and a makeshift hands and feet. And Or you can revert to a limbless blob. Hey, fucking mood, am I right, guys out there? <laughs> I love reverting to a limbless blob. <laughs> you identify more with this race than, I than do anything as a human else. Being. Yeah, and it makes me very happy. It's so good. Uh, and as a bonus action, you can extrude a pseudopod uh, that is up to six <laughs> inches wide and ten feet long. You have reach! <laughs> you do! Oh my god! And reabsorb it into your body. You can use the pseudopod to manipulate objects, open doors, stow, or retrieve an item from an, o- from an open container or pour out the components of the tainer. Uh, the pseudopod can't attack, activate magic items, or carry more than 10 pounds. Interesting. It's like a weird mage hand with 10 feet. So can you... Can you not hold a weapon? I think the idea is that the pseudopod can't hold a weapon. So you have to become a humanoid form to be able to be active in combat. Yeah, and there's also, like, that. there are some limitations here, like that amorphous ability. This thing can wear armor. I know it says that on the, on the sheet. But the moment you want to activate that ability, you have to shed all that stuff. So it's interesting. There's some complexity in the way this thing plays out. Yes. Because it doesn't have any natural armors or anything like that. No, but I'm also rereading this. The turning yourself into a human void or reverting to that good, good blobby form, that's no action required. So That's at the true. beginning of combat, you can just be like, I'm a person. Like, okay. Yeah, you just like form up really quick. Yeah. But putting on armor and, and finding your weapon and stuff like that would. Well, it doesn't say you can't wear it when you're in the blob shape. 
You're still That's wearing true. all your stuff, technically. If you're, like, slipping through cracks. Yeah, yeah. If you're like going that. through the wall, then yeah. the DM's like, then hey, you all your shit's on the floor behind you. <laughs> I do like the idea of when you're in blob form, you just have, like, all of your things inside you, like, swirling yeah. around in your ooze. And then you, like, form up, and then there's, a, like, a leather armor on you and a sword in your hand as you're an ooze person for a bit. I would love it if your, your backpack is just your chest. <laughs> yeah, you just keep all your shit inside of you. Oh. That'd be great. Uh, I can also just see, like, a... like. Oh, there's a crack in the wall. Okay, I'm going to go through it. And then all your shit is left behind you. Yeah, it just gets, room full it hits like the wall, clang, 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 slides down. You just show up in like a room full of monsters or demons. And you're like, oh, fuck, fuck me. <laughs> My little blobby ice is about to get roasted. Uh, next up, the Thrycreen. I'm really hyped about these. The Thrycreen is actually, su- they have a pretty cool thing in here. And it's it's, it's surprisingly flavorful. I might actually play a gross little insect. Yeah, I was watching that and I was sort of like, whoa. Yeah, what oh. the fuck? This is, am I going to be a lucky little bug? These things are like tailor-made for rogues, too. That's true. I can or see a lot of synergy like there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, monks, um, yeah. Medium or small. You choose when you select the race. Walking speed is 30 feet. Uh, while you aren't wearing armor, your carapace gives you a 13 AC plus your dexterity mod. As an action, you can change the color to match your surroundings and get advantage on dexterity stealth checks. What? That is fucking cool. Yeah. Isn't that good? <laughs> That's so cool. It's just neat. You're like a fucking little chameleon boy. You're like a stick bug. Yeah, I love just like, and, and, and like it takes an action, which I think is fair. Like that seems pretty balanced because yeah. if you want to do it in combat, you actually have to do it. But like you yes. you could stack some things up, like some good planning with this would make it very interesting as again, like a rogue or a monk or any kind of dex based Heidi boy. And it just lasts like you can take an action at the beginning of combat and, and it, it lasts until you leave those surroundings. You could also just every time you walk into surroundings, if you're that player, be like, what does it look like? I become that color. Hey, guys, don't be that player. <laughs> don't don't be that guy. And don't be the one who said, oh, well, we already talked about it. And I just become that color whenever we enter the environment. Like, yeah. No, eat my whole asshole. <laughs> you didn't do that because you didn't say it. <laughs> Shit should fill Hell your yeah. mouth. <laughs> Anyways. Dark, Dark vision, vision, 60 feet, of course, of course, shades of gray, secondary arms. You have two slightly smaller secondary arms below you. It's like a little T-Rex. And secondary arms function like your primary arms with the following exceptions. You cannot use your secondary arms to wield a weapon. You can has, use a secondary arm to wield a weapon. Oh, sorry. You have to have the light property. Yes. But can't use a secondary arm to wield other kinds of weapons. Yeah. And you can't use a shield. Thank you. Yeah. With the secondary Fucking arms, thank which, you. That would be ridiculous. That would be so problematic. That would be a nightmare. But could you imagine... Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Like, an assassin rogue, longbow and two daggers, readily equipped at, like, all times. Like, yeah. That's very strong. I I would love to... <laughs> I, okay, now I'm thinking of, like, a uh, a grapple rogue. Yes! Like runs up to someone, grabs them with their primary arms, and these two and dagger just arms. Dagger stabs <laughs> the shit out of them. Cut. Oh, that's so good! That'd be very funny. <laughs> I love that. There's so this is this is the thing that did it for me with these guys was the secondary arms for sure. Yeah, yeah. mine We're was the next good. one actually. Sleep this is also revitalization. Sleep. You don't require sleep, 
and you can choose to remain conscious during long rests, though you may still refrain from strenuous activities to gain the benefits of a rest. So it's one of the first classes that is not, or it's one of the first races that is not undead that does not require any sleep. Yeah. That's very interesting. They haven't done that before. There's the transfer elves. There's the like unconscious sentry thing the for the Warforged and the gnome up there. But yeah. this thing just doesn't need to sleep. It can just be awake and sort of hang out. It's it's very good. It's very good. And this final ability, I think, mm-hmm. is even better. This is the best racial telepathy ability I've ever seen. Go for it. So essentially the way it reads is you have the magical ability to communicate mentally with any number, any number of willing creatures that can see you can see within 120 feet. A contacted creature doesn't need to share a language with you, but it must be able to understand at least one language. Your telepathic link to a creature is broken if you and the creature move more than 120 feet apart, if either of you is incapacitated, or either of you mentally breaks the contact. The thing with this is it is two-way telepathy between multiple creatures at any time when you look at a lot of the other telepathy abilities it's either one way or it's between like a set chosen number this is very strong it also doesn't require any action mm-hmm. it's it just, just constant because usually with the like forming that link takes an action this guy's just like this is probably their primary way of talking to people is telepathy yeah. they don't even have like actual language and I would, as a DM, I love the idea of flavoring this person like a little radio tower that just grants a te- telepathy bubble, essentially, where like you're communicating through this yeah. individual out across the party. It's very cool. It's very cool. Yeah. I like this a lot. I like the three cream, the thry cream are, are very neat. I, I think them and the auto gnomes and the... I, I, the three th- thrycreen and the autonomes are my top picks for this. I'm pretty sure I know what yours is. Jelly boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, jelly sense. boy. <laughs> oh man, I want to play a jelly boy so bad. I, I, I would love to see you play a jelly boy. Ah, he'd be a little shithead. Probably not a campaign character. <laughs> <laughs> Just a nightmare beastie. Just a fucking worthless blob human. Oh, so good. I, this has been a re- this is a really solid UA. It is. It is very good, genuinely. This book is going to be very cool, and I'm hyped for it. There's a lot of good books dropping. There's a lot of good books. There's a lot of good uh, on the horizon for fifth edition for five point five coming down the pipeline. Is that twenty twenty four? Is that five point five? Well, uh, it's going to start the beginning of next year. The next book that comes out in January. Yeah. That is supposed to be a like a precursor to what 5.5 is going to look like. Mm. So there'll be a few adjustments in there and like different, like essentially rewrites of monsters stat blocks. Yeah. To sort of give us a hint at what some of the it's changes 5.5 might be. And then I think by 2024, they're going to have 5.5 like fully launched out. and fleshed out. Yeah. That's not far, my friends. I would probably say it's going to happen sooner than that, but that's, you that's think just so? me. Yeah. yeah. Depends on how things go, I suppose. Yeah. But it is cool. This is Spelljammer shit right here, which is this neat is to like see. them prepping. I think they announced that a Spelljammer book is coming. Yeah, it makes sense. That explains why this is this the is moment you put a gif on something, it becomes Spelljammer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this is just like this is just like filling out alien races, like all of this. Yeah. The planet of 
sentient telepathic insectoids. That's any science fiction 101, uh, an amoeba person, um, a planet of the apes. Yeah. Like all of this stuff is straight out of science fiction. They're prepping so, us for some sci-fi, which is cool. I'm hyped for that. Yeah. Which is strange. Uh, Wizards of the Coast has a, has a strange track record of lining up too closely to Marvel films. Really? All of the multiverse is happening right now in the Marvel film, like the madness of multiverse That's of madness, true. Spider-Man Fo- or No Way Home or whatever the fuck that one's called. Yeah. All those movies are the exact same title. But they're all multiversing out right now and also there's a lot of multiverse coming out of wizards of the coast it's kind of strange it's doctor strange to see all this stuff line up like that it's weird because these iterations have happened again and again and again in both of those spaces too right like the multiverse stuff isn't new to marvel it's just new to the marvel movies which is why i'm saying like oh the timing is very suspicious i'm not complaining about it i love multiverse shit yeah. But it is very interesting to see like, oh, multiverse is about to become really popular. Let's make some the cycles books. line up suspiciously so is what you're yeah. saying. And that's valid. That's Especially with valid. Doctor Strange being at the center of it and Morna Kining being, being Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it funny. literally are. It's yeah. so funny. God. I'm just saying. No, Keep your eyes peeled. That's freaking valid, man. Yes. I'm I'm giving this I'm giving this UA at an eight out of ten. I, arbitrary points. That's, that's uh, if it didn't have elves, it'd be a ten out of ten. But because the the astral elf is astral. there, I'll agree. It's eight out of ten. Yeah, eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be more elves in the world. I don't need that. But I you like don't get a p- perfect score if you put elves and things. Sorry, no, God, no, I can't give it to you. I'm sorry. It's a stance I'm on. They have twenty different <laughs> sub races. They don't need more. <laughs> I appreciate the attempt to put some flavor into the elves. <laughs> uh, yeah, and space dwarves probably at that end. That'll get you ten out. Space of 10 dwarves would be nice. That would have gotten into a ten if there was space dwarves, even with the elves on there. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that would have done it. That, if you put maybe. a dwarf in, it negates an elf. That's the that's the like. That is the fantasy writer's trope. Yep. Yep. A dwarf a day keeps the elf away. For is every that... elf, you have to have a dwarf to level them out. That's yeah. what Lord of the Rings was based on. Yeah, right? that's the whole. That's the. To- it's called the Tolkien formula. Yeah. The Tolkien effect. Yeah. <laughs> the Gimli of it all, if you will. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, well. well yeah, I knew we were going to keep these episodes short this season, but we haven't done it yet. This is around nope. 45 minutes. <laughs> we have a <laughs> lot to say. Days. We have a lot to say. We took it down from an hour to a half an hour, and we're still getting 45 minutes into every episode. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Listen, we're we have a formula. Yeah, it's a good formula. You can't, you can't stop the fun when the fun is happening. That's the thing. You can't stop the motion of the ocean or the sun in the sky. You can't stop the beat. You can't stop. Well, on that note, my friends. You can't stop the beat. Guys, keep an eye out for our Lore Dump Q&A session that's going to be coming up fairly soon in the future at some point if we continue along this format. Uh, You know, you can send in questions preemptively to socials uh, or over to uh, thelordumpquestions at gmail.com. Lore Dump Questions, no the Lore Dump, not the Lore Dump. Just Lore Dump (laughs) Questions at gmail.com. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at the Lore Dump. Uh, on Twitter, uh, that's a good way to get us. And by the time we release these episodes, I will have read them. Yes. And then we'll be putting them in the show, possibly. Who knows? Your question might inspire a whole 45 half-hour episode. Wow. What an honor that would be for the audience. Yeah. 
Such lucky people you are. Want to hear us rant like we did about insects for 25 minutes? Well, then, <laughs> send in your questions to lordofquestions at gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you for all that you never bother me. No, but for real though, that guy's fucking crazy. You gotta go watch this video. He's it's like on the remember the Beatles clip where they were like on TV and that guy was like, Here's the Beatles, fucking here they are. It's like the same show, but from like the forties or whatever the shit that was. Yeah. And he's just sitting there with a ukulele singing into the camera and like his face is dancing around. He's like walking around the stage. The dude is unhinged. Can you can you try and show me this right now? Can you do you think you can replicate it? I can send you a link. Fine. I'm not going to do that. I guess that'll podcast, suffice. It's a physical thing I, I'm describing I, and it's an like audio media. I thought the podcast was over. <laughs> Did you stop recording? No. Well, that's not over. The podcast never ends. I'm going to stop recording. Ah. Uh. <laughs>